They told me I use my mouth good. So I started a podcast. Welcome to Iconosass. I am here with a very, very special guest and fellow sassy bun who's been on this show before. I totally thought you were going to say I'm here with a very sassy bun. And I was like, yeah, that's right. I'm sassy. Yes, she is. She's sassy as fuck. <laughs> she is a, she is one of the sassiest buns I know. The originator of the phrase, even. That's right. I'm so sassy, I made up the word sassy bun. They named the sassy bun after me, okay? Literally, from the source. I named it after myself. Welcome to the show, doctor. That's right. She's a doctor, too. Stephanie Murphy. Yay. I'm so happy to be here. This is my second appearance on Iconosass, and hopefully not the last. And I love it every time, every single time I've been on so far, which is once, but I love it every time I listen to this show. <laughs> so basically, what I'm trying to say is that I'm super excited about your podcast, MK. And, uh, We've got some great show prep that we've been working on for a couple weeks. I've been doing research for this one. Deep, deep research. I did a deep dive into this. Um, we were <laughs> chatting privately and we, we, we knew we were going to see each other and we were talking about doing a podcast. And I said, Ooh, we should read like, like some traditional dating advice books and like rip them apart on the podcast and do like a, like a book review, but like it'll be like a book review of like the worst books you could imagine and like the gendered, you know, stuff about dating (laughs) (laughs) and we could like unpack it and deconstruct it. So I thought, you know, okay, what books do I think of when I think of like, you know, this kind of conventional dating advice? One of them was the rules. This became popular, I think in like, I want to say around the mid nineties, I remember hearing about it on Oprah when I was homesick from school one day when I was in like sixth grade and Oprah had the author of this book on and she was, I'm sure it sold a ton of books, but she was saying this stuff that some people said was very controversial and it's all stuff like ignore a man. It's basically like play hard to get if you're a woman and you want to get a man to marry you. Because that's like the ultimate goal, right? That's the main point of being a woman in life, right? Life is you, you, you wife up, 
Mm-hmm. You just start popping out the babies. Right. But before you do that, you have to get a man. You have to catch a man. You gotta, gotta ensnare a man <laughs> in your in your trap. Yeah, it's almost like hunting rabbits in the woods. Like you kind of set these snare traps, preferably ones with teeth. And then you wait for a man to walk into it. And then you just capture him. And then you cook him and eat him. I mean, wait a minute. That's not what (laughs) it's really about. Uh, (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) Nobody told you? Nobody let you in on that? (laughs) I think I had a different upbringing than, than everyone else. You're not supposed to cook them and eat them? Yeah, cannibalism is really frowned upon in the rules. Oh. I mean, well, that's what they say anyway, but like, if you read the rules too, or like the secret rules, then, you know. The secret. That you have to get to the 33rd degree of hard to get man catchers <laughs> before they tell you about that. You got to be so hard to get you're invisible. Yeah, that's right. You You'll have to be so be hard seen. to get that you're actually like in space floating around. You're just basically a <laughs> waft of air. Yeah, you're basically like an ethereal cloud of mist and no one can see you unless they do copious amounts of acid. Wow. I want to be that kind of woman. Well, then you need to read the rules <laughs> and the rules too. <laughs> so yeah, we don't. I don't normally talk about any kind of dating stuff on this show, really. I mean, I don't really. It's a show about anything, right? It can be about anything. So like, why not about weird dating stuff? And so we were both social. You like to talk about weird gender stuff. I like to talk about weird gender stuff. And dating is definitely a weird gender thing. Oh, it's to- this is. I think when you see the strongest enforcement of rigid gender norms yes this is like the the uh this is where it all comes together like your childhood is kind of like a dress rehearsal for all this dating gendered dance that you're supposed to participate in you know like all the socialization leads up to this the process of trying to secure a heterosexual uh, mated relationship and have it be socially approved by having it take a form that is socially acceptable and right. having all your friends and family judge you based on this relationship and how well you performed your gender roles that you've hopefully been studying up your whole life. And um, then they give you your PhD in gender once you get married. Oh, wow. That's yeah. how that works. Yeah. Wow. But when you get divorced, they take it away. Sorry, I'm gay. Oh, well, you know, I mean. I mean, I never got mine. I've never gotten my PhD in gender, but um, I because do have a Because you were busy PhD. studying what, like biochemistry or something lame I mean, lame like I did that? get a consolation co- prize called a PhD in biochemistry. So, you know, like you can still call me doctor. Don't worry. Yeah. But I mean, like what? It's just medicine and science it's not like you raised any kids or did no, anything meaningful with no your life. nothing meaningful i'm like a withered old crone basically <laughs> at the ripe young age of 33 <laughs> <laughs> you have a shirt that says my other body is a withered old crone yes. well my regular body is a withered old crone okay <laughs> that's my like I mean, primary body. past 30 you just hit the wall and you're done like the year oh past those, those eggs are past their expiration date their expiration date. Their expiration date. <laughs> no, anyway, we were- decrepit d- eggs <laughs> we got up in there. Mine oh. are rapidly decaying. All of ours are rapidly My decaying. My body's rejecting it's, them monthly. Yeah, they're just like spitting one out. I mean, you know, they really start rotting from the moment you're born. So anyway, so we were talking about what to talk about on the podcast, and we thought we'd talk about some of these dating books. Now, The Rules was one that I thought of, because as I mentioned, I saw it in o- on Oprah when I was like 12 years old, made a big impression on me. It was very controversial for the time. 
Because basically the reason it was controversial was that it was telling, it was like this old fashioned, conservative, very strict gender role advice that you might hear from your grandmother, even in the nineties. So your grandmother was even older than if she was your grandmother in the nineties. But this, you know, the author was claiming that it works. And at the same time, you had sort of, I would say like, you know, women's live, like there was, there was some feminism going on in the nineties where a little women bit of feminism still going on a little bit. Yeah. I mean, you know, women were wearing shoulder pads. That was a big step. They were trying to get taken seriously in the office. And a lot of, a lot of nineties, eighties and nineties feminism, I think was a, a lot of it was almost like telling women to act more like men, I would say, like to almost like assume the male gender roles. And not necessarily to make space for there being all different ways to be a woman and all of them are fine. You know what I mean? So I, if I had a critique of like 90s feminism, I would say that. But basically, women were being encouraged to lean in and wear their shoulder pads and kind of act like men if they wanted to be taken seriously in a career, for example. But then they were also getting this conflicting advice that said, well, if you want to catch a husband, you have to basically follow this advice from your grandmother who was born in the 1920s. And, you know, <laughs> because she had a long, successful marriage. You know, though, that successful. Had no problems. Wait, she couldn't get divorced. And what do you mean by that? <laughs> right. You know, y- your marriage tends to be I mean, more she- successful if you can't get divorced, right? Well, I guess, it, I mean, I guess you have, you're kind of like forced to stay married, but does that mean it's more successful? Question for the audience to ponder. We're not, we're not here to tell you what to think. Okay. Yes. We're here to help you think for yourself. So, mm-hmm. so that was why the rules was controversial. Now, I also thought of this other book, which maybe we could start with and then go to the rules after. I feel like since we've built up the rules so much, we have to start with the rules. Cause oh, okay. I think the rules is a good example for how not to be as anyone like regardless of gender <laughs> how like, not to, to human <laughs> don't human like this is just bad advice and it's just it's it's needlessly aloof bullshit um and then we can get to the other book that that you've recently read and that i've skimmed just today called uh, he's just not that into you which yeah which has which actually i thought that was a great book i think it is, for lack of a better term, a bit. I'm going to say the P word. Be ready for it. Problematic. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I'm sure there's some problems with it. Because I'm an asshole who uses words like that. No, um, I mean, people pay for your analysis. They pay for big bucks. So you have to find I mean, problems with no, things. No, they, they pay for the outtakes of my analysis, which are fart noises and mouth noises. And as well, they should phrases out of context, which thank you, patrons. I do have a couple new patrons and I want to thank you for joining me on this journey. It is quite fun and we're going to have a really fun show. I'm a patron and I'm cool. So you should all be patrons as well. That's right. And also to plug Stephanie's podcast, which we just did an episode of sex and science hour. If Uh you're not listening to that, stop what you're doing. Stop this podcast right now. And listen to Sex and Science Hour instead. It's much better. <laughs> and Sovereign Tech, too. Uh, I, Brian uh, Brian Sovereign is also a patron who is super awesome. And he produces a kick-ass podcast, too. You should also listen to that. 
very good stuff. Thank uh, you, MK. And yeah, we had a great time doing Sex and Science Hour the other night. What's I, would, like I don't know if I would stop the podcast right now and listen to it, but you know, listen to it sometime. I'll say. I have such low self-esteem for this podcast, oh. right? Girl, I'm just kidding. I, <laughs> you need to believe in yourself. Wear those shoulder pads with pride. Wear this. I'm going to rock those shoulder pads. I, I lean this is a woman's in. world. I'm leaning in. That's right. I'm like, I'm you like can do leaning anything in a real man can close. Do. I, I can. I don't know that I want to do things a man does. They're, they're like being gross lately. They're like groping women and taking their dicks out. Girl, and stuff. you I don't can know take your I... dick out just like, just as good as a man can. You can have a dick just as good as a man can. Is that like when I hang my strap on on the shower curtain for when guests come over? Like that's my way of a power play on them. Like no one's going to say anything, right? Just hanging there, drying out. I mean, no one's going to call me out. That's for that. what you would call a spite dildo. Spite dildo. <laughs> you you know what else you can do just like a man can? You can fart. You can poop just like a man can. Really? I mean, maybe it comes even out better. of the same hole. Is that um, how it works? I'll have to reference my anatomy textbook, but you're a scientist, shit, I right? Know this? Do they have different holes than us? Um, you know, I think at the end of the day, we have more holes. We. But they have some of the same holes that we do, oh. or at least similar. Okay. Good to know. Is that clear? This is science. This they, is mad science. We've all got nose holes. We've all got ear holes. That's true. We we've all have buttholes, right? We all have buttholes. Oh, but some good. of us have different things inside of our buttholes. Huh. And some of us are just buttholes. And some of us are afraid Not of some the G-spots of us. in our buttholes. That's right. They're afraid that the G-spot is a secret gay switch. Hmm. Or maybe a not so secret gay switch. No, it's it's not a secret. It's not well kept. <laughs> <laughs> Every woman knows about this, and they're actively trying to get it. So, guys, be afraid. Be very afraid of the prostate play. The prostate play. And Ooh, you know, it's a power move. People eroticize what they fear, so mm. you know that they're they're afraid of it, but they're also really curious about it. I just want me a sweet poet to peg. Is that so much to ask? And maybe so you should follow ask. the rules. Well, okay. How, you- how can I find me a nice boy to peg? Let's see what the rules say. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to skip do they say ahead. about pegging? The, the, I don't know. The- First, number one, step one must be get a good strap on, right? I would think so. You know, mm-hmm. you don't want one that's too big or too no. small. No, definitely not. And every, every butt is different. You want to take, take your, some measurements. your butthole haver with you. Yep. Into the place. Get out that ruler. Get the ruler out, you know. Make sure everyone's comfortable. Mm-hmm. You go shopping together. Make sure you find... You know, I feel like that's something that chooses you. Yeah, definitely. It should be calling out to you. It's like a spiritual process, you know. Yes. It's like when the Dalai Lama, like when a baby's born, and they try to see if it's the Dalai Lama by putting, like, the Dalai Lama's old, like, rattle and beads in front of the baby. And if the baby gravitates toward those items, it's the Dalai Lama. Well, oh. if you gravitate toward a certain butt plug or dildo, then oh. it's meant to be pegging you. Mm. See, that makes sense. That's just science. This is just science, people. Absolutely. You can't argue 100% with that. science-based. <laughs> so so what are the, what the rules? rules have to say. So we're going to skip the first three chapters because they look lame. Um, we're going to skip to chapter four, which is when it really gets juicy. Ooh. And it's titled, But First, The Product. You. Oh, I'm a product? I feel so wow. special. Oh, my gosh. No one ever told me I was a product before. Gosh, I mean, Facebook treats all. me like a product, but... <laughs> You know, they never actually call me a product to my face. 
This means I can sell myself, right? No, you can't sell yourself. That's, so I don't That's considered so unladylike. Why would you disrespect yourself like that oh. by selling your own body? Come oh, on. Wow. Yeah. I mean, gosh, that's such a... Oh, you know, someone else thing. is supposed to make money off of your body. It's not supposed to be you. Yeah, You're it should be your like own Facebook, body. The audacity. Yeah, it should be Facebook, Twitter, Amazon, Amazon, any corporation that hires you, you know? Yes, yes. But not yourself. No, you're not, not allowed. Yourself. Not allowed. So. Whoa there. First the product. That's a line we just don't cross. <laughs> first the product, you. <laughs> Oh, goodness. First, the product, you. Let's see what this has to say. I'm just going to scroll down here. Let's see if we can... God, this is <sighs> tedious. Well, I mean, there's a lot to these rules. They're really complicated. There's a lot of rules here. And I mean, I don't like rules, personally speaking. I find them tedious. Well, I tolerate you know- them if I must. I mean, nobody likes the rules, but those are the rules. If you want to catch a man, that's right. That's why they're the rules. You're going to have to submit. You're going to have to just swallow your pride. Okay. Just quit being so prideful. Submit to every man in your life. So I found it and it starts before the rules can be applied for the best, most unbelievable results. The man of your dreams asking you to marry him. Oh, that's the best result. ever. That's the best. The result. man of my dreams. Put a ring on it or get mm, the fuck out. Exactly. Like that's all it matters. All this is about. So you have to be the best you can be. Certainly not perfect or gorgeous, but the best you can be. So look your best. The better you look, the better you will feel, and the more desirable you will become to him. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So, I don't know about you, MK, but like pretty much my whole life, people have been telling me that I should be attractive because other people have to look at me. And, you know, you don't want them to be looking at some ugly. Some withered old Nobody wants to be looking at some ugly, ugly. And, like, if you're a woman, you know, everyone's going to be looking at you. It's just kind of taken for granted. They're going to be judging your appearance. So you might as well give them something to look at. Fuck how you feel. I mean, you shouldn't even be like... But again, you cannot get compensation for this. Right, that's right. You are just allowed to look good for free. Other people. To please other people. please other people. Who are giving so, you nothing except harassment. You know what? That's men, how it works. That's the rules. Men are just go-getters. They go get and grope you. Right. They're just, you That's know. the rules. So it's, it's a, so this starts off kind of like, you know, eat the right food, protein, fruits, and vegetables. Um, oh, it's a diet book, too. I guess so, yeah. So it's selling you should eat food. That now, makes you feel good. Now, now, for real, you know, can you get behind the idea, oh, I saw some buns in here. They're saying exercise releases endorphins, which make you feel happier and more energetic. So in addition to a healthy diet, we strongly suggest that you shake your buns. Ooh. I like that they said buns. But, you know, what do you think about the idea that when you look good, you feel good? So, on its face, it doesn't sound bad, right? Mm-hmm. I sometimes like looking good. Sure. And what's looking good to me isn't necessarily looking more feminine or anything like that. I, I do like to take care of myself. I like to feel good by putting good things into my body so that I feel better. Definitely. You know, this isn't like terrible advice. We're, we're not wading into any kind of really controversial advice here so far. 
Mm-hmm. You, you want to look good. You want to, um, you know, eat whatever you're going to eat. Uh, I, I really think the feeling good part is the more important part, though, than the looking good. Part. <laughs> Absolutely, I think it, I think it can really be like a fake it till you make it kind of thing, and sometimes you never make it, even though you try to fake it. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's so many people who look really good on the outside, but they're not happy. So just because somebody looks good doesn't necessarily mean that they're radiating their that the way they look is a reflection of how they're actually feeling inside. I love this section here. Diet and exercise and the rules have a lot in common. Both require putting long-term goals before short-term gratification. You will have to experience a certain amount of discomfort when you can't eat a cookie and you can't call a man. But you want to be fit and you want to get married, so you do what you have to do. Oh, wow, that's harsh. Apparently I can't have cookies. No, you can't have cookies and you can't call men. I mean... No, I, I think like if you... If you eat too many cookies, you will never get a man. Oh, that's right. Men are very cookie averse, it turns out. Men hate cookies, especially when the cookies they, are inside of your body. They do not like thinking they about that. They hate regurgitated cookies, too. Like if you vomit, it, you know, some women think they're trying to be nice by, you know, pre-chewing the man's food for him on a date, you know, like a mother penguin does, right? Yes, you see and, it in nature. And dropping it into their mouth. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, I do that. All the time. Do you do it on dates? I mean, you know, if it calls for it. Do they, I, I don't do like they to call make any you assumptions. Afterwards? I mean, sometimes it's like a 50-50 crapshoot, you know? I mean, some men are into that. Some men are super into that. But you have to remember that not all men are into that. And the, the ones that want to marry you, they actually hate it when you do that. They oh. hate cookies. Gosh. Well, men sound kind of boring if they hate cookies. I know. What kind of a monster hates cookies? Kind of. Obviously not a cookie monster, and that's who I want to date. I mean, that guy has so many cookies. Right. Why would you... He seems very you know, lovable. He seems desirable. very soft. He's got resources. He's got know. charisma. Yeah. He's, he's got blue. a job. He's got googly eyes. Googly eyes. I mean, he's, he's got, a job. got it going He's on. got a job on Sesame Street for... 50 fucking years. Dude, he's set for life. Yeah. Like, he's like an older man. You know, he's he's financially stable. He lives in a trash can. Oh, no, that's no, Oscar the Grinch. that's Oscar. Where does Cookie Monster live? Nobody knows because he lives in a mansion castle up yeah, in the clouds. Yeah, he's unattainable. He's a very cookies. private person. He's got so many cookies to guard from so many greedy women that... Oh, my God. Those bitches are only after the cookies. I mean, to be fair, I'm only after those cookies. Well, step off, bitch, because he needs someone who likes him for who he really is and not just for his cookies and his soft fur. Well, that's fair. I shouldn't be what just mis- going after his What a misandrist. I'm such a misandrist. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just... <laughs> MK hates the cookie monster, but loves his cookies. What Man, I hope cookie monster isn't a predator. Wouldn't that be terrible? Oh. <sighs> Yes, that would be terrible. I don't know why I brought that. I'm sorry. I mean, my mind no, is No, I mean, there's by, uh, so many. There's well, that's for so another many. show. We're going to be talking That's the next show. That in the next show. All right. So but, what's, the, what's the next rule after look good, feel? Oh, no. This is still about the product, which is you. So the product is you. Oh, it's going to talk about your clothes. Oh, okay. So, clothes are important. You know, if you walk around in any old clothes on the theory that what counts is only what's on the inside, not your outside, think again. Men like women who wear fashionable, sexy clothes in bright colors. Why not please them? Well, 
I mean, let me count the reasons why not please them. <laughs> because they don't give a fuck about pleasing us. I'm sorry. <laughs> they are going to grope us either way. So, like, I, too, <laughs> like sexy clothes and bright colors on everyone. Uh-huh. And I don't see men going out of their way to wear those sexy, bright colors for me. And if you are going out of your way to do that, any listeners of the podcast, thank you. That is very much appreciated. Kudos. But, like, why not please them? I love that. Why not please them? I don't know. Maybe I'm trying to, like, work on my career. Maybe my entire goal in life is not to get married. Look, I had a, I had an okay starter marriage. I already got that out of the way. Mm. I'm not really looking to do another marriage thing. And I think I, I've had this conversation with a few people who've been divorced. And I think when it comes to the marriage thing, there's some divorces who are maybe – I mean, I wouldn't call us all bitter – I can only speak for myself. I am a bitter bitch about marriage. <laughs> I'm never going to get married again. No one is going to wife me again. Sorry, it's just not going to happen. Many have tried. Many, Many will play. No one will win. No one will. <laughs> this is a losing game. You, no one will wife me. And I think people have this mystical concept of marriage until they've gone through it and gotten a divorce. Oh, of, my God. You know, this magical yeah, thing do. that's supposed to happen and be forever. And you get kind of, you can get kind of jaded after it, you know, it doesn't work out. And I think the whole concept is flawed in a lot of ways. And that's another discussion for another time. But, there's no convincing someone who hasn't been married yet that it's a bad idea, even if it is objectively a bad idea. Cause there's a lot of, there's a lot of bad reasons to get married. There's a lot of bad things that come along with being married, whatever. I'm not going to get all into that, but, but like you're every- never going to convince someone because they, they still want that kind of experience and they don't know that maybe it's not like the greatest thing ever. <laughs> I should have burped right into the mic just now. That could have been a lavish mouth noise. There's I shielded my. I, I just burped. Again. Uh, in case you were wondering, that was a spite burp. That was a spite burp. Marriage. <laughs> it's enough to give you indigestion. Yes. <laughs> but go going back to the rules. So they're telling you if you don't know a lot about clothes, read fashion magazines like Cosmopolitan, Vogue, Glamour, and Mirabella, and books on the subject. Mir- are half of those magazines like still around? I think the first three are. I've never heard of Mirabella no. because clearly I, you know, well, I don't have a man. Well, that's be- so right. I mean, I'm clearly it doing just something proves wrong. them right. Yeah. I mean, you I, would have a man if you read Mirabella. I guess if so. If you could find an archived copy of it at the library. Goodness. Goodness. I guess I'll just have to settle for Cosmopolitan. Well, I mean, Cosmo tells you a lot about how to please a man. That's Often right. it involves like shoving ice cubes into his taint. By taking him by surprise when you're giving him a BJ, surprising him with ice cubes, surprising him with like pepper spray on his balls, you know, <laughs> surprising him with hot sauce up a finger up his ass with hot sauce dipped on, <laughs> on the tip of it. <laughs> you know, they really like playing with temperature and like, you know, really spicing it up and making sure you're doing things to your man that let him know how you feel about him, how you really feel about him, and that no other woman would do. I know. Well, that was kind of – they mentioned something like that earlier about, like, be unique, you know, stick out as a woman. And I think putting habanero hot sauce on someone's All taint, over your body. That's going to be unforgettable. Including your fingertips. Including your fingertips. <laughs> that would be unforgettable. 
I mean, who's going to compete with that? You know, and I don't, I don't no skimp when it comes to hot sauce. I mean, if we're gonna, you're from the south. I'm from the south. If we're gonna be playing with hot sauce, like I'm not gonna pull any punches. New England boys can't handle it. No, they can't. They can't handle this hot sauce. Put it on everything. <laughs> so, buy feminine-looking clothes to wear on the weekends as well as during the work week. Remember, you're dressing for men, not other women. So always strive to look feminine. Wow, I never want to attract other women. Oh, gosh. oh my god, that would be how, so be gay. gay. That would be the gayest thing ever. Oh my god. I, I love how right before that it's, it's like always remember when you were shopping that you were a unique, a creature unlike any other, a woman. Don't aspire to the unisex look. Man, I'm doing this all wrong. <laughs> Apparently. Well, I mean, I guess I don't technically identify as a woman. I was just raised as one and socialized as one and all of that. But, like, apparently the unisex work is not going to get me a man. So all all you guys who like kind of, you know, tomboyish looking envies, this is like a guide to how to attract like a a sexist man who's like super into the gender role <laughs> dynamic. The guy who likes women like this are the same is the same type of guy who is who completely thinks that, appalled. Who thinks you need to discipline your wife by beating her no, and no, spanking her. He, he's the kind of guy who's like, I love a natural looking woman. So like if you don't wear any makeup, they're going to ask you why you look tired. Yeah, exactly. So you actually do have to exactly. wear a little bit of foundation. They want to pretend eyeliner. you're not wearing any makeup, but really they want you to definitely wear makeup. Definitely but just, wear makeup. Just do it so that they can't tell that you're wearing makeup because they <laughs> think all women roll out of bed with like that natural flawless makeup. eyelashes and skin. Blushing cheeks. No, I mean, like, the whole idea that you're dressing for men. Okay, maybe if your biggest goal in life is to get married, but, I mean, that's I mean, not that's everybody's... that's what said in this book. I, I suppose, but, like, I don't know about you, but I like to think of myself first and foremost when I get dressed. Like, what is going to look nice when I look in the mirror and aesthetically pleasing to me and also what is going to be comfortable and what is going to be appropriate for the temperature out and stuff like that i need to be able to throw a roundhouse kick at any time that's right that's an important factor in my clothing what is going to hide the hot sauce on my fingers best so i can really surprise my man and get his rocks off Assuming you can get a man dressed in clothes, looking like he's dressed unisex, in that unisex look and be degenerate, like. <laughs> but you should definitely have hot sauce on your fingers at all times, just in case. Just in case. Yeah. It's just good practice. <laughs> I, I love how it says it's like, keep up with, you know, keep up with the fashions, but don't be a fashion slave. Don't spend a month's salary, say, on bell bottoms and clogs just because they happen to be in vogue this year. Like, didn't this come out in the 90s? Yeah. I'm sorry. So because bell bottoms were coming back in like 1994. That's right. Like, this is like coming back from the 70s. I mean, you know, I'm all about being thrifty. I literally get most of my clothes from thrift stores. And Target. See, uh, those, that's the kind of classy bitch I am. Those clothes in the thrift stores have already been used to catch a man once. They're not going to work a second time. They need to be like oh, recharged right. or something. You're right. That's almost worse than the unisex look. The, um, yeah. Remember, I mean, MK, you're dressing for men, okay? Not women. Dressing for men. It would be horrible to attract women to you. That would just be... What if women are attracted to feminine 
looks because I actually am. I mean, I consider myself, I identify as a woman, but I am definitely attracted to feminine look women, feminine looking women. I like dresses and stuff. Wow. Does that make me a big fat lesbo? That might make you a big fat lesbo. Oh my gosh. I thought, you know, I had been diagnosed with lesbianism once. Diagnosed? Yeah. How did they diagnose you? I mean, they did a test. They showed me a feminine looking woman and they said, do you think she's hot? And I said, well, yeah, don't you? And they said, yes, but I'm not a lesbo. I'm a man. I'm a man. You're not a man. You're dressing for men. You should be dressing for men. (laughs) And I said, but I wear dresses too. And they said, definitely a lesbo. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So, like, this is all about clothing. (sighs) Let's skip down to the back. Let's go back to the table of contents and see what the next couple of chapters are, because they have good they have good a good summary of the rules of each chapter. Wow. What was going on there? Mouth noises. Who will pay good money for those mouth noises? As well they should. So, so the first, the product, you, and so rule number one is be a creature unlike any other. Mm. A creature. But a woman creature. Oh, definitely. Not just any unisex, weird, freakish Yeah, creature. I mean, like that girl skunk that Peppy Le Pew was always chasing. What was her name? She was a creature unlike any other. You mean other. trying to rape? I mean, yeah, but he was chasing her, wasn't he? <laughs> Isn't that the point? <laughs> he was that into her. He was. He was <laughs> definitely that into her. <laughs> if a guy is that into you, he's going to chase you around like Pepe Le Pew with his skunky smelling armpits. And he's going to try to get you. And trying to grope you the entire time. Yeah. uh, Otherwise, he's not really that into you. Possibly whipping his dick out. I mean, you know a guy's really into you if he takes his dick out in front of you. Oh, that's the ultimate compliment. I mean, yeah. Like, how can you even be mad at that? It's like a... I mean, you're supposed to just drop down to your knees and, like, worship it. Like, just be in awe of his masculinity. Be thankful for the phallus. His divine masculinity. So what did, what did, what does this author mean by being a creature like any other? She says being a creature unlike any other is a state of mind. You don't have to be rich, beautiful, or exceptionally smart to feel this way about yourself. And you don't have to be born with this feeling either. It can be learned, practiced, and mastered like all the other rules in this book. So it's basically talking about confidence and radiance that permeates your being from head to toe. It's the way that you smile. In parentheses, you light up the room. Okay. I I think I have to write this down. You want to put like LED lights in your mouth. Mm -hmm. So when you smile, it's just a beam of light coming out of your mouth. Mm -hmm. Because that's really going to make you stand. That will be a creature unlike any other. Oh, definitely a creature unlike (laughs) any other. So, pause in between sentences. You don't babble on and on out of nervousness. So, yeah, you want nice pregnant pauses. Pregnant, definitely pregnant. Pregnant Nine months pregnant. Nine months pregnant. And during the pause, you bear him a couple of babies just to show how serious you are about this relationship. I mean, pregnant pauses lead to marriage, which which leads to pregnancy. It's the circle of of life. It is. It's been going on for millions of years. Um, It also says to listen Attentively, 
So don't just, you know, pretend to listen. You, like men do? <laughs> <laughs> so don't just be thinking about the next thing you're going to say to your man who's explaining to you how how women's the LEDs periods work in your and teeth how the work. LEDs in your teeth work. <laughs> As if you didn't put them there for a reason. As if you don't understand how electronics work. <laughs> Look. Demurely, never stare. I mean, how else are you supposed to catch their attention if you're not if you're not intently at staring at them, breathing through your mouth with your LED with your on. LED lights? I don't know. I hope she tells us how we're supposed to catch their attention if we don't do that. If we don't even look at them or trying to make eye contact, look demurely, like. I think that means you're supposed to, like, kind of look down to the side and, like, flutter your eyelashes and then, like, quickly look and then quickly look away. Quickly look away. Yeah. I've got this down to a science. I can do the femme thing, okay? (laughs) So so you give them that demure look and it says breathe slowly. So so is it like a look and then you're like... As opposed to breathing fastly, which would, I guess, be like a rabbit of like. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you don't want to do that. You want to do the first one. Definitely. You got got your LED lights. You you lock eyes with this this man (laughs) specimen. You look away, and then you start breathing really slowly. It doesn't say – see, I I don't know. I feel like I need more details because it says – it's talking about the speed of the breath, but it's not talking about the – volume of the breath so yeah. how loud do I they mean, mean is this like yoga breath or is it like is this like pranayama or is it like darth vader how is i would lean know? toward darth vader i yeah. mean i think that's the best way to catch a man definitely that's a good assumption i i think how's he gonna know if you're breathing slowly if he can't hear the volume of your breath so you really gotta like oh because he's gonna be looking it. at your chest and counting your respiratory rates <laughs> you want to stand straight Mm-hmm. And I have great posture. I do too. Everybody has great posture today. That's I, why no one has any aches and pains. Right. Yeah. So no no slouching. You don't want to like look like a hunchback, like you Oh know, my god, all, respect yourself. Like, People who slouch drunk. obviously just want to destroy their bodies. They just start they hurting. have a death wish, clearly. They clearly don't want a man. No. Or they're not. They're probably wearing unisex clothes too. Oh, weirdos. It says and walk briskly with your shoulders back see i do that but people think it's intimidating when i walk up to them like that well that's because you got the shoulder pads on i mean shoulder pads are so last century ah you're right you're right and uh i'm probably breathing too fast when i'm doing that yeah definitely you want to slow down your respirations to like one a year (laughs) (laughs) i mean breathing you, you got to be careful because when you're breathing in, you might be taking in excess calories that are in the air, and oh, that God. can definitely mess up your. That's exercise almost like routine. a cookie. Yeah, it's, you're dressing it, for men. I mean, if you're around cookies, you might as well not even breathe at all. Yeah, because you'll breathe in that cookie definitely. dust, and you're going to get fat. You'll get glutened, and you'll get fat. You'll get glutened, and you'll get fat, and it's just going to be a whole to do. It's very. Besides, not good. it's really hard to breathe with that LED in anyway. Right. You've got to breathe deeply and slowly and loudly. (sighs) 
goodness so what's the next rule after be a creature like no other so we're not done with be a creature like no and this is going to get into more stuff there's there's a lot here and we got a lot of chapters to go so we're just going to skip ahead rule number two don't talk to a man first and don't ask him to dance oh my god i go up to men on the subway and ask them to dance Oh, I've been doing it all wow. wrong. I stalk. I send them Facebook messages that say, "You monster! Hey, want to dance?" And they never reply. I haven't been able to figure out why. Well, yeah, they're never gonna wife you when you're asking them to dance. You know, Darn. you you got to be interested. You got to like breathe heavily at them with your LED teeth. But you don't want to ask them to dance. You got to wait for no, them. No, you don't want to actually like say how you feel. You have anything. to assume they can read your mind Definitely that you want that. a husband and that th- you want them to dance with you. Right. Well, you're showing that with with everything, the whole attitude, with your feminine clothing, with your your fluttering eyelashes, you know. And I guess I could sort of see where this one's going. Um, serious for a minute, like. Nobody likes desperation, right? And so if you're trying to attract somebody of any gender, you know, I guess it's a good idea to at least sometimes let them reach out to you just to show you that they're interested in you and it's not a one-sided thing, right? <laughs> I shrug. MK is totally ambiguous on this. I, like, I, well, I mean, I don't have a husband, so like I can't really... Okay, this this is one rule I've personally broken. Like, um, I I do have a a boyfriend actually, um, <laughs> and we've been together for about five years. And I was the one who first told him that I liked him. I mean, we were friends for like a couple years before we became lovers, but um, I made the first move. And actually, in pretty much all my relationships with men, I have been the one to make the first move. And I like that because it helps me feel more comfortable. I don't really like it when, you know, I don't know, when men just kind of pursue me and like try to wear me down. They do that a lot, right? Like, yeah, I, I've experienced that. Yeah. Um, and I want to choose. I want to pick out the one that I want if I'm going to take a man at all, you know. If I must. <laughs> if I must. If if I must have dealings with a man, no, my boyfriend is is great. I like him. I love him. But <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I picked him out, and I have no problem with that. And I don't think that it stopped anything from like it didn't stop us from having a relationship that I sort of like made the first move. If a man is intimidated by that, then to me that shows kind of weak character. Right. It's like, okay, if somebody steps outside of the traditional gender roles, they like short circuit and they don't know what to do. You don't want somebody like that. Yeah, right? it's that's a very bizarre thing. And I've heard this advice from other places too, like, oh, you never want to talk to him. And, and this book even says, you know, not even, you know, let's have a coffee or, or any kind of harmless, you know, small talk kind of stuff. Like, none of that. None of that. And- you can't assume what people are thinking. You can't assume that, you know, 
they're into you or it's good to ask questions and it's good like if you see someone who seems interesting why can't you just go up and talk to them again we should be living in a world that should be i mean oh my god should but it would be nice to live in a world where we don't have to worry about all of this weird gender stuff if you're interested in someone there are respectful ways to approach someone and find out more about them that are not creepy Mm -hmm. and that should apply to anyone well the book says the premise of the rules is that we never make anything happen we trust in the natural order of things namely that man pursues woman we're not allowed to make anything happen you can't we just have to trust in the natural order and if he never talks to you it wasn't meant to be I just want to read to me. You just have to sit there in silence with your LED teeth, breathing heavily, and your straight posture, walking around briskly, mm-hmm. and just hope that someone is going to talk to you. Right. Just sit there hoping that they're going to talk to you. And if they don't talk to you, really, they must be a beta cuck, and you don't want them anyway. <laughs> because the natural order is, is that man pursues woman. I love how there's no explanation. It's like, we just trust in the natural order. What? Right. How was how that determined? You could be waiting for a long time. <laughs> You're going to die waiting on a man. In your feminine clothing. In your, in your very feminine, brightly colored, colored clothing. You're going to die before some of these situations happen. Sometimes you got to take what you want. You got to make it happen. And uh, that is against the rules. According to the rules. Totally. It's against the rules. I love how it's like, by talking to a man first, we interfere with whatever was supposed to happen or not happen, perhaps causing a conversation or a date to occur that was never meant to be and inevitably getting hurt in the process. Wait, what? That's so vague and weird. It's all in God's hands, basically. Just leave it up to fate. Who is a man? Yeah, that's right. Of course. So he would know. Because men make things happen. We got to trust in the natural order of things. The natural order of things. <laughs> Do not talk to the men. They scare easily. Yes. They don't <laughs> know what to do if you don't follow the gender roles. I like that little voice you did. It's kind of creepy. You and like this little voice? I, I love do. it. What if I just do the rest of the podcast with this voice? I would actually love that. This is my withered old crone voice. Oh, you've put on your other body. She's, I've, folks, she's changed. I've changed my body. Mm-hmm. She's got her LED light in. <laughs> Beaming. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, uh, this is, God, this is so annoying. This is such annoying advice. This is this is a guarantee that you're gonna never get a man. I would think, like, if you don't talk to someone, like, <laughs> right? I mean, like, you may, no you one might be waiting be for a really long time. You it's know? pretty passive. Yeah, but I, I mean, I've had friends like who are very, I guess, traditionally feminine who believed in a lot of these rules. Like, they didn't maybe read the rules. I don't know if they read the rules or not, but they would kind of act like this and they would kind of say kinds of things like that. They'd be like, well, men need to approach me and they need to do this and they need to do that. And it's like, you're putting a lot of expectations on a partner that you want to have and they, it doesn't very much seem based in reality. You seem like you're setting yourself up for failure. Because if you go somewhere and you're wanting to meet a man, say you're a heterosexual woman who's trying to meet a man and you're going somewhere, you're looking nice, 
and you're just gonna you're just waiting for something to happen. It can never happen. Mm-hmm. Turns out, you know, believe it or not, there are some men out there who are respectful of personal boundaries and are not necessarily that just aren't gonna, gonna come just right talk up to you at you. the grocery store. You you know? are gonna, yeah, or like at any <laughs> that aren't going to bother you at the gym, right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, they say that. If most men are not shy, they're just really, really not interested if they don't come up and talk to you. It's hard to accept that, we know, but it's true. And I mean, this has never served me in any kind of way in my in my life, really, this whole not talking to people I was interested in and just kind of like demurely looking at them and like batting my eyes and like looking away and like all of this shit. It's like you're not giving enough to go off of with body signals with just what this book is telling you. You know, some people, a lot of people, and this is like a gender neutral thing, I would think, are maybe not the best at picking up on body language that has the intention behind it of you want someone to approach you. Like people are bad, so bad at picking up on body language that is telling them to leave you alone. Oh, yeah, I was just thinking that. Let alone trying to project this kind of body language that is like a kind of come-hither sort of thing. I mean, it can be done. I mean, I'm not saying you can't give someone a look that's like, hey, you know, come over here and talk to me. That's a thing. Are you allowed to smile at them? Mm, Probably not too much and not too little. Right, okay, just a medium smile. You don't want to look crazy. A mediocre smile. A demure smile. Okay, a demure smile. I think demure is going to be the main word. Okay. <laughs> demure, feminine, fresh. Fragile, delicate. Delicate. Like a little flower. Like a crone flower. A crone flower. <laughs> oh, man. Um, What's the next rule? We're just going to skip to the next rule. This is because we got a lot. We got a lot to cover. Don't stare at men or talk too much. I'm pretty Don't be sure a mouthy like, broad. Yeah, I'm pretty sure your, like your being on a mouth. podcast is definitely talking too We've much. We've been talking the whole time. We're never going to get a man. We're never going to get a man with all this talking. Oh my all God. this yammering. We should really just like shut our mouths right now. We should stop before it gets any worse. I mean, Brian is never going to marry you because of all your yammering. <laughs> What if I don't want him to? Oh, what? <laughs> Why wouldn't you want a husband? Well, Why wouldn't you want marriage? It's complicated. Various <laughs> reasons. <laughs> you don't want this thing you've been told your entire life you need? Yeah, I know. It's weird, isn't it? What's the next thing you're going to tell me you don't want kids either? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah don't stare at men or talk too much that's pretty self-explanatory i guess yeah i mean i've definitely been staring too like a really like like with one eye kind of twitching like you know like just like a little bit like sideways too cocking my head to the side see i do the respectful thing when i'm talking to a man and i just stare at their dick the whole time oh yeah i I avert my eyes and i concentrate on that, on that dick, you know, on that D, and I talk to it actually, yeah, but not too much. I don't I talk mean, too much to their dick. That's a great way of showing respect. But I don't make eye contact with them while remaining demure. Yes, I think it's a very demure thing to do. Very demure. You keep your eyes averted. You talk directly to the dick. 
Yeah. At least it won't talk back. They won't talk back. Yeah. And I mean, you're not staring at them too much. And again, don't talk too much to it. You got to moderate your dick talking. And when you're in public, you definitely wait for a dick to just walk up to you to like hop off the man's body and just like pogo stick over to you. Right, right. You don't want to be making eye and contact psychically, with a lot of men. telekinetically communicate to you because they can't talk, but they can. They do have ESP, so they, oh. can, they can telecommunicate to you. Wow, I didn't know this. This is some mad science. Yes, demure science. Demure science. This is the feminine this is arts. Some like lady science here. Well, I mean, some call it witchcraft, but you could also <laughs> call it lady science. That's just another name for for the dark arts. <laughs> <laughs> the dark arts of getting a man. You know, the oldest religion. <laughs> <laughs> Don't meet him halfway or go Dutch on a date. Oh, yeah. You got to make him work. He should be doing all the work, including paying for that shit. No, I can't disagree with that. I mean, that. I can't really disagree with that. Men should be giving me their money if, I have, if I'm forced to be around them in a date circumstance. Yeah, and they should be driving the furthest distance. They I mean, should. They actually like to do more work, don't they? They, they do. Like to, they like a challenge. They do. You know, they like, they're very maternal. They like taking care of you. They uh, like feeding you food. Making sure you're you're well fed and paying for your food like you're a, but no a, a needy little infant. Definitely no cookies though. No cookies. No cookies allowed. You cannot get dessert. He pays for the whole bill, but like you demurely resist dessert. You demurely you demurely refuse, right? Yeah. But if you do end up giving in to the temptation, everybody's human, you know, they do that sometimes. If you do end up giving in to the temptation, just assure him that it will go straight to your tits. Yes. Make yes. sure to constantly say that like every bite you take. And breathe really slowly while you're doing it. Yeah, slow down your metabolism. <laughs> slow it down. <laughs> like like a snake going into hibernation. <laughs> right. You might want to like, you know, hide some ice cubes in your pocket so it cools down your blood temperature as well. <laughs> pocket ice cubes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. And the next one. Oh, goodness. Don't, Don't call, call him. him. Rarely return his calls. Because nothing says, I'd like a husband, like, like completely not him. ignoring him. Yeah. And not returning his calls. Yeah. And I mean, like, I don't know about you, but when a woman ignores me, I just want to keep calling her like every hour to see if she's there. I mean, you know, I, absence I can't makes the heart that. grow fonder. I just yeah. want to harass the shit out of someone who's right. not returning my calls. When they clearly don't want to talk to me, I mean, that's just a signal for me to try harder to, yeah, to contact them. Ramp up the harassment. Remind them that. Oh my god! I want to put our holes together. <laughs> Holy shit! No, seriously. <laughs> like it, in 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 real life, if someone doesn't return my calls and seems like they don't want to talk to me i just stop talking to them like it's pretty <laughs> clear that they don't want to be like talked to they it's don't want to talk like to me. they're not that into you yeah it's almost like they're not just not that into me 
Oh man, always end phone calls first is the next one. Well, rule. you're busy. You're you're a fabulous gal and you're busy, so you got shit to do. You have a lot of on colorful clothes to buy. I mean, I like yeah, colorful non-unisex clothes to buy. Yes. I mean, I like this rule for like a comedy show. Like you got to end it on a high note, you know, when you're doing stand up or really anything. You leave a party, you leave on a high note after a joke or something like that. I actually kind of like that one. Like when he's in the middle of a sentence. Right. You just hang you just, up on him. You just terminate the call. You're just like, I gotta go, bye. Nothing will make him want you more. He'll be like, wow, she is a busy woman. She cannot even wait for me to finish a sentence. That's I'm, mysterious. But the rest That's of it, alluring. she was listening so attentively and demurely. So what does it mean? What does it mean? Ah, so mysterious. So mysterious. I definitely have to marry her. Men love mystery. Crack those eggs. Crack those eggs. Crack the case and crack those eggs. <laughs> this one is kind of goes into it because we're very busy. Don't accept a Saturday night date after Wednesday. Oh, psh, I have plans. Yeah. Now, you know. I plan my dates out months in advance. Like, oh you are God. lucky. Like, you're going to have if – if a cancellation comes up, you know, maybe I can pencil you in. But, um, you know, if it's – if you're not on the Google Calendar a month in advance, you're just not happening. Mm-hmm. Get, take a number, get in line. My Saturday night d- dates are booked for the next year. Yeah, I can't rearrange my Saturday night, you know, eating peanut butter out of a jar date with myself. I have to wash neediness. my hair. Come I, on. I might have to, like, put on colorful clothes and instead of pajamas or nothing. It sounds like a lot of work. Right. And again, we're busy. And we're, we're, we're busy talking so much on this podcast, too. <laughs> Now, this rule is not a problem for me. Like, I don't know. I feel like there are a few weeks where I don't already have plans for the weekend by, like, the middle of the week. Yeah, I, you know, the middle of the week, it can – sometimes people already have their weekends planned. That may not be the worst thing. It is, but it's that's for – Like, if you don't already have plans, sure. But, but you know. It, but, like, a lot of people, it's because they're busy millennials and they're broke and they're, like, planning to work all weekend because they never stop working or looking at their phone. I'm never going to afford my avocado toast. Right. If I can't. How are you going to afford your student loans day. and avocado toast and – That's right. Yeah. yeah. How, how am I going to – how can I possibly destroy Western civilization – it's a it's an expensive hobby, you know. Going on these dates after Wednesday night, but yeah, I mean, it just cuts into you know plans. Very very important plans. <laughs> Rule number eight: fill up your time before the date. Oh yeah, so you're not just going psycho obsessing about how it's going to go. Oh yeah, I mean, again, you're a very busy woman. You barely have time for a husband, yet you desperately want one. Mm hmm. But you have to like play this like. But you have to pretend that you don't want one, and you don't actually even want to talk to him at all. Yeah. (laughs) So hang up in the middle of his sentences. Do not go on dates with him if he asks too late in the week. Fill up your time before the date doing you know womanish things like I don't know what baking kale or something. Not cookies. You can't bake cookies. No, definitely not. I mean, even if you bake kale. I know it says to wear colorful things, but not between your teeth, because kale will get stuck between your teeth, and then True. that relationship is going to be over. I mean, really- and Never let him see you with kale between your teeth. Oh, God. What a disgusting, savage thing. 
to put him through. I mean, really, if you want to keep the pounds off, the best diet for that is breatharianism. Oh, yeah. That's right. How's it going? I've never seen anyone be on that diet for more than like a week. <laughs> and then they suddenly disappear. It's like they died or something. Yeah, but they look fabulous right before they go. Oh, yeah. Their corpse just looks great. <laughs> this is like spot on. Totally skinny. Not an ounce of fat on them. <laughs> How to act on dates one, two, and three, and then how to act on dates four through commitment time. Ooh, well, I mean, if you get to the fourth date, it's clear you're on the road to a possible marriage. Date five is commitment time. Date five is commitment time. It's like, you know, that's when when it gets down to brass tacks, you know. It also says break up with him if he doesn't buy you a romantic gift for your birthday or Valentine's Day. (laughs) <laughs> what what if your birthday is like between the first and second date and he doesn't even know when your birthday was? Well, you know, you have to assume he's going to ask you at some point, but not explicitly say that. Because, again, you need to assume he's going to be reading your mind because mm-hmm. you're not doing this. You're not running your mouth a lot. Right. You're waiting for him to just know. You're and being he very be passive. Asking. You're yes. being very demure and passive. And if he doesn't get you a gift, he's not husband material, clearly. If he can't read your mind, mm-hmm. I mean, next. next, done. All husbands must be psychic. Always. <laughs> I love the one right before that was always end the date first. Again, like always end the phone call first. Mm-hmm. I, I assume that means you can leave in the middle of the date. Yeah, I mean, you can just get up and be like, well, you're going to get the check anyway, so see ya. Right, exactly. I got another date to go on. That'll make you even more. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. I'm meeting Jimmy John right after this. Yeah, yeah. And you're actually ordering a pizza from Jimmy John. (laughs) Right. I'm meeting Papa John. (laughs) I'm very busy. I got a whole dick carousel to ride. Yeah, (laughs) I know. And at the end of it is Mary Jane as well. (laughs) And Molly's coming over too. (laughs) (laughs) Busy times, busy times, all on a Saturday night that uh, you are not a part of, my man. Don't tell him what to do, you bossy bitch. Oh, you do not tell him what to do. You assume he knows what to do. Right. You always trust him because men always know best. It's like you treat him like he's your daddy and you're like a two-year-old girl. And like you don't if he's know just how like to do anything. jackhammering you, don't tell him to touch the clitoris. No. Like, do not, don't tell him what to do. Don't give him any tips. That's, that's just not demure. No. And you, he needs to just be himself and do whatever kind of shitty I mean, moves he's used if to. If he says he's going to have sex with you tonight and you don't want to, don't tell him not don't, to. Don't, don't tell, tell him, him what to do. Where he can stick his dick. No. No. No, 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 no. If he wants to stick his dick in your ear and you don't want him to, well, too bad. Don't tell You're him gonna what to You're going to demurely do. open up your ear to him and not tell him what to do. But you also don't want to rush into sex, as this other rule says. Rule oh, 15. yeah. Definitely don't rush. I mean, don't be slutty. No, that would that would be that's not wifey. That's material. for unisex wearers. Okay, unisex people are very slutty. Ugh, that's a surefire <laughs> sign of a slut, right there. Unitards. <laughs> Unitards. <laughs> Unitards and unicycles and unisex. So many uni things. Mm. 
No more than casual kissing on the first date. Yep. Don't be a little don't trollop. Let him, don't let him get away with any hanky panky if he tries to do more than kiss you, but also don't, don't tell, tell him, him what, what to, to do. do. <laughs> <laughs> don't open up too fast, including your legs. Oh, wow. I mean, none of this advice is contradictory at all. No. It's oh, just, no. just clear cut. <laughs> I love this. Don't expect a man to change or try to change him. Just accept the schlubby asshole that he is. <laughs> oh, my God. You have to do all Learn of these to things him. to mask yourself with these colorful clothes and makeup and not talking about your opinions or anything, really. Just not talking at all and breathing in a specific way and walking in a specific way and looking in a certain specific way and eating in a specific way and having sex in a specific way and not having sex in a specific way. But don't you dare tell him he's being a schlubby asshole. Maybe he needs to wash his dick. Maybe he needs to, maybe he needs to wipe his butt crack. Don't tell him that. They, they frighten easily. They scare easily. <laughs> they are fine just the way God made them, which is a dirty, schlubby asshole of a man. <laughs> now, seriously, if you're dating a guy and he doesn't know how to wipe his own ass, because we've talked about this before. <laughs> um, there, there is a... Uh, you should just demurely... There is some evidence, yes, on Reddit. Um, you should just basically demurely... Think to yourself, oh boy, I really wish he would wipe his ass more competently. What you do is you strategically take those flushable wipes and you put them in different places so he'll see them and assume that you know, or assume, yeah, assume that he will know that you want him to he'll wipe get the his dirty ass. You know, you put them on top of the toilet, you put them in his laundry hamper, you put them in his underwear drawer, you take out individual ones and put them in his underwear so that he, when he goes to put yeah, them like, on... Yeah, kind of like a diaper. Kind of like a diaper. So he has to touch them and think of what to do with them. Again, don't tell him what to do. No. Just passive-aggressively... You know, put, put them place. in his, put them on the dashboard of his car, put them in the, in his office at work, like break into his office. Break into his and, office, and put them put, in his drawer. Put them on top of his computer, keyboard, you yeah. know. Attach a, a bidet to his bed frame. <laughs> put, stash some inside your vagina so you always have some so it's just like a dispenser basically if he tries to reach in there he pulls one out yeah and it's like one of those like clown things where you yeah. just pull a bunch of them out <laughs> eventually he'll catch the hint okay if yeah. you keep keep smiling at him demurely but not looking him in the eye just smiling demurely looking at his dick while flushable wipes can be pulled from your orifices <laughs> <laughs> and like you pull one out and another one appears right behind it yes oh yeah oh yeah it's, it's like the you have to learn how to do some flowers. origami learn some origami so you can make that happen get creative be mysterious be mysterious see yeah. this one says uh here's a rule be honest but mysterious okay be on how do you do that be honest but mysterious don't give him too many details, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Th another one. Don't give him too many don't details. Don't tell him about your other husbands. 
Yes. And what ha- what kind of unfortunate fate befell them? You have to hide your other husbands from the one that you're trying to catch with the trap. Definitely. Other husbands are a huge turnoff. They, yeah. Especially other husbands that mysteriously turned up dead and missing. Right. Yes. Um, the mysterious. So be honest. I've had other husbands in the past, but mysterious. No, you can't look in my freezer. <laughs> No, you can't look in my shed. No, you cannot look in my deep freezer or my refrigerator (laughs) or the attic. Be honest. Your butthole kind of stinks. But mysterious. I may or may not like that. (laughs) (laughs) I may or may not have strategically placed flushable wipes. All around the house. Yeah, but for I'm you definitely, to may or may not use. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm not telling you what to do. You're the man. You're, You're in the charge. man. You can have a stinky butthole. Don't live with a man or leave your things in his apartment. Ah. I mean... That just shows that you're a total trollop. Oh, if you're, like, absolutely. leaving your toothbrush there, you know... Yeah, don't, don't do that. Especially no. tampons. I mean, they can never know that you bleed. Once a month. No. Uh, and don't die. Is that a rule? That's got to be a ru- rule. <laughs> dost, don't let dost him thou know. bleed? <laughs> <laughs> Never let him know when you're on your period. <laughs> oh, man. Don't date a married man. Mm, a big mistake. What a if lot you, of women. What if you are a married man? Then can you date a married man? Well, this is for women. Okay. All right, none of that homosexual shit. None of that homo, homosex stuff. <sighs> Fine. No homosex in, in the heterosex. What if you love to watch world? married men get it on with each other? Hmm. What if I you're a straight woman who loves to watch gay porn? Right? Like, this is a weird thing because, I mean, if you're looking for a husband, why wouldn't you look to people who already do the husband thing? I mean, right. obviously they make good husband material. Right? I if mean, they already have a wife, they've already done this before. So. Right. That's the theory that, you That's, know, wearing a wedding ring makes you more attractive to women because yeah. they think that you can commit. I mean, clearly... But no, you're not supposed to. You can't have any fun according to the rules. <laughs> no fun is definitely in the rules. No fun. <laughs> I think that's the end, that we've reached the end of the rules. Oh, no. Oh, there's God. More. There's, there's like 30 more rules Oh, my God. Here. Oh, Jesus. Oh, these are all different variations of the rules. Don't discuss the rules with your therapist. Whoa, whoa. That that's sounds a like a flag. red flag for abuse. Oh don't discuss. My God. Don't discuss the rules with your therapist. Your therapist don't is break be the like, rules. Bitch, please. What are you talking about? Yeah. What is maybe don't take dating advice from, you know, books written in the 90s or based on like, you know, 1920s dating etiquette. Be easy to live with. Mm. What does that even mean? Mm. Ooh, I think we're going to have to skip ahead. And Do men out. have to be easy to live with? No, they're not allowed to change. Oh, that's right. We're not supposed to tell them we're what not to supposed do. To tell them what to do. Jeez. <laughs> so, let's see. I, Is I, the page number a hyperlink? 
not an I have to download it and I'm not gonna oh. let this garbage infect my computer <laughs> turn me all straight and shit. <laughs> I think you've been inoculated against that. <laughs> I think so. Oh, I totally had it wrong when I was trying to search it. Rule thirty five. It's not letting. I guess we'll never know how to be easy to live with. Oh darn, too oh, bad. Oh heck. Oh, wait, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Page 163. I'm trying to search for this in another tab, and it's not even searching. Apparently, there are no rules for how to search the rules in this freaking PDF I found. That's right. Making it, playing hard to get. That's what the rules is doing (laughs) to me. The the rules is very uh, cohesive. Wait, okay, which one is it then? Oh, no, it's even farther down. I was going the wrong way. Well, then. Be easy to live with, rule 35. The rules are about playing hard to get. Once you've got him, it's about being easy to be with, which means no nagging, bitch. Yeah, definitely keep your trap shut. Keep your, you keep your, you talk as little as you did. Just because you get married doesn't mean you have a license to have opinions, Okay. You're never going to keep a husband. You're not going to find a husband having opinions. No. And you're never going to keep a husband. Husbands and opinions are mutually exclusive. They- Husbands and talking, mutually exclusive. Avert your eyes. When be you demure. Talk, be talk silent. <laughs> talk to the dick. It's like talk to the hand, but talk to the dick. Many things can go wrong in the first few months or year of marriage. You might have fights about where you'll live. There may be money problems or family problems. You thought you wouldn't have to work so hard that you could work part-time and start planning for kids. Ha! He says he wants you to work full-time and have kids later. He thought you would have make him home-cooked meals like his mother made his father, and he gets angry every time you open a can of tuna because no, he's such a threes. fucking baby <laughs> Jesus. that he can't handle a can of tuna for dinner and he expects you to be his fucking personal chef. No omega-3s for you, bitch. The rule is that as hard as you work to play hard to get is how hard you must work to be easygoing. Be kind, considerate, and patient. Try to overlook his faults. You know, even when he smacks you because you opened a can of tuna. Try to overlook his faults and build up his ego. Tell him how good he looks. Try to see things his way. Don't expect him to see things your way all the time. Don't expect any empathy or any like any understanding. <laughs> don't, have, don't have any kind of feedback. Again, talking with the talking too much, you, it's not a good thing. You have to assume he's just going to know these things, but you can't tell him what to know and how you feel or anything like that. This is like a recipe for becoming an incredibly resentful person who never <laughs> who never pays any attention to your own needs and is just so desperate to get a man to like Love her. This is a recipe for winding up in an abusive marriage. Yeah, it is. It's That's a recipe for being a, an abused spouse. It really is. I mean, when there Look, are some, problems... Attract somebody who's very sexist by showing signs that you are, in fact, sexist. Assume, or signs that you clearly hate yourself. Right. Assume that he's always right and that you're always wrong, that your opinion doesn't matter and that you're not allowed to speak up. And always let him do whatever he wants. Don't try to change him or tell him what to do. And, you know, don't basically give any suggestions or any feedback or say anything at all. 
Oh, I love how the rules change after you're married because there's this whole section. Let's say it's your birthday and you know he's getting you something special, but you have this thing about getting a dozen roses. So you're on edge all day and wondering if you should give him a hint. <laughs> you're also mad that you even have to say something. So what do you do? Tell a friend, buy yourself flowers and forget about it. Practice being happy with what you get instead of expecting him to fulfill your every romantic fantasy. <laughs> so, like, doesn't it say earlier, like, if he doesn't get you be anything grateful for, your for what birthday, you have, bitch? Yeah, well, that's when you're dating. When you're married, when you're you just married, have to be happy with what you got because it's forever. It's you're locked forever. in. You're locked in. There's no escape. <laughs> there is no escape. And Buy yourself some flowers and shut the fuck up and be happy, bitch. And don't you dare eat tuna don't in complain. my presence. Don't complain when he slices you with that tuna can you, lid. You will get the backhand of justice if you open tuna in his presence. Right, as is the natural order of things. You're just gonna have to Remember, he works hard all day whether or not you think he does. Even if he doesn't have a job. He's right. probably working, He's working hard, really hard being a man. At like, I don't know, whatever men without jobs do, which is, I assume, play video games. I mean, that could be a job. Uh, you know, um, this what isn't- else do they do? Uh, <laughs> Smoking weed. <laughs> Smoking yeah. weed. This isn't always easy. Sometimes you just don't feel like shaving your legs, cooking him a hot meal, or being sweet, loving, and kind. Your PMS might be in high gear. How do you keep yourself going? Well, you um, don't complain about it, number one. I keep myself going by just not shaving my legs and not cooking him a hot meal. We we both are unshaved right now. Oh, my unshaven God. Unshorn. Unshorn. Like a uh, woolly lamb. Our leg hair. Our leg hair is just on point right now. I mean, who do you think has longer leg hair? I think we have slightly different... Um, my pants are so tight, I'm having trouble pulling them up. Hold on a second. Those pants are very unfeminine. No, I know. You should I take them off. Some, they're almost unisex. They are. I should just take them off. I it's mean, very. it's it's unbecoming, unladylike, really. All right, here's some like to adjust the Oh, mic. man, mine is barely, like, you can barely see it in this lighting. Ha ha, I win. You, you win. You I win, win the leg hair war. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I got some armpit hair going. I, I'm, 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 uh, making sure I'm, I'm growing out all my, my winter fur. Oh, yeah. Because I don't have a man to keep me warm. No, I know, girl. More stylish You need clothes. to buy yourself a fur coat and just be grateful for what you have and shut the fuck up, okay? I should. I should Or wax grow yourself a fur coat, everything. whatever. I should just wax everything so I look like a, like, just like a hairless, like one of those hairless cats or something. Just. <laughs> Like a so sphinx. how do you so how do you keep yourself going according to the rules if you don't feel like shaving your legs? We think it helps to use stress busters, yoga, meditation, aerobics, <laughs> exercise. Biking. You know all these things that are fucking hard to do <laughs> when you're PMSing. Right? True, it takes a lot more work to be a rules wife than an ordinary one, but it's so much more rewarding in the long run. Don't you agree? Um, so basically just fucking put like pull yourself up by your bootstraps. If you're depressed and miserable in your marriage that you, you had to have, you had to get married. Now you've made your bed and you have to lie in it. If you're fucking depressed as shit, you can't even get out of bed. Well, too bad. Just buy yourself some flowers. Ignore the fact that your husband's an asshole. 
be happy with what you have and do some fucking yoga, bitch. Why don't you? I love how it just like it says broadly, like your PMS might be in high gear, you know, like you might have endometriosis, right. but uh, why don't you do- go do some aerobics and running and biking? Right. Like- <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe whatever you're complaining about isn't really real. It's just your fucking weird voodoo woman hormones. I mean, PMS <laughs> makes women do crazy shit. They're really all just crazy all the time. Anytime they're complaining about their husband because they couldn't be actually right. <laughs> Don't I tell mean, him what to do. <laughs> isn't PMS just, you know, pissy menstrual syndrome? Isn't oh, that what it that's the medical for? terminology. Medical terminology, yeah. doctor. It's actually um, also known as like crazy bitch syndrome. Crazy bitch syndrome. Yeah, all the hundred percent of women have it. Oh, it's a chronic illness. Hopefully, no trans women are women. So, very much so. You don't have to get periods to be a woman. Exactly. Exactly. Some girls have dicks. Right. Right. And some men don't. So. That's right. So, and I mean, honestly, the, the type of the type of person these tactics would attract just sounds like such a boring loser, an abusive, and a, scary yeah, predator, shitty, asshole, shitty sexist dude. This basically tells you whatever you're going through in life, don't stand up for yourself. Don't have any kind of self-esteem. Don't do anything that might oh, give but you a sense project, of dignity. Project the image that you have. Endless, boundless confidence, but it's all just fake because you don't actually stand up for yourself at all in your personal life. I love how it says another another part is you might also try reading spiritual literature, seeing a therapist, or joining a oh, support but, group. But don't but discuss don't the rules. Talk with your about therapist. the rules with the therapist. Do not tell them you read this book. <laughs> and that's it. Says all that if things get too much for you, or you find yourself constantly bickering with him about little things, like. Don't go into therapy or exercise with the idea of changing your husband or prodding him to get healthy, too. Change yourself and your reaction to what he is or isn't doing. God, this is so bad. If I had taken this advice, I would still be in my shitty marriage. Oh, my God. In fact, a lot of- You'd be abusing yourself. Look Look at this. On any given day- Try to remember that an attitude of gratitude can go a long way. You just need an attitude adjustment, okay? If you're miserable in your marriage, it's really all about your attitude. You're probably just PMSing constantly. On bad days, try to remember the reasons you married your husband. <laughs> in the middle of blind date, oh no, in the middle of a fight with your husband, stop and recall all those bad blind dates, the seemingly endless search for Mr. Right. So basically gaslight yourself into thinking that while being with this asshole is better than being alone, right? Am I right? Gosh, if I had just done that while I was getting screamed at, you know, everything, you husband. would still be married today, MK. I mean, it was so hard being uh, alone and, um, you know, not being in an abusive marriage. I know. <laughs> it was so I terrible. Mean, oh, that's God. the attitude adjustment you really should have given yourself before, well, before you divorced him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is, uh, this is all terrible advice and it's, it's, God, it's so terrible. This is... Everything wrong about 
how you should approach relationships with anyone. I mean, clearly it's marketed towards heterosexual women. Uh, God, heterosexual women, women who want to be miserable. Get like the worst advice, abusive I think. husbands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think I think we're done with the rules. I think we should move on to a book that you found more value in. 